Don't just go through life, grow through it. Hi, and welcome to the Grow Through It podcast with Fee Dang. My name is Fee, and I am a human design life coach known as the Positivity Queen and author of The Great Unlearning, Awakening to Living an Aligned and Authentic Life. Join me as I discuss all things mindset, self-love, energy, and purpose, which are the four pillars of my Soul Revolution coaching methodology. This podcast won't just inspire and motivate. It will also provide practical tips and strategies you can implement in your daily life. Ready to grow? Let's grow. Hi, beautiful souls. On today's episode, we have my beautiful, amazing virtual assistant, Ellie Simpson. She is a 5-1 manifesting generator with an emotional authority in human design. Ellie runs Virtual House, a high-end virtual assistance agency specializing in administrative and creative support. Virtual House's mission is to help powerful women in business get back the time they deserve. Hi, Ellie. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yay. I'm so excited that you're here too. And I just have to say like straight off the gate, you just make my life so easy. I wish I hired you earlier. Like life just feels so like easy, breezy and good with you in my life. So what I wanted to ask you, (laughs) what I wanted to ask you was Ellie, in your own words, what does a virtual assistant do? Yeah, great question, because I think it's such a new career choice too. Um, Basically like a personal assistant who works from home. So all of the nitty gritty admin, the jobs that you don't really feel like doing, but you need doing, that's where I come in to play. Um, But I love all of that work as well. So it's great for me. But yeah, email management, calendar, copywriting, blogs, websites, social media, all of the things, just like a nice admin all-rounder. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could like have you in person as well. I think I've said that to you. Like my goal is to like hire this woman full time. (laughs) So um, that's a really good explanation. And when would someone need a virtual assistant and who are your ideal clients? Yeah. So I think to start with like understanding your strengths and weaknesses yourself is important to know when you do need a virtual assistant Um, because if you need social media as a part of your business for promotion, all of the things like that, but it's really not your strength, that could be a good time to get a VA. Um, So it could be like as soon as you launch for some people, it could be a year down the track once you start to get busier and you just don't have the capacity to take that work on yourself. Um, So it's kind of different for everyone, but I've been doing this full-time for about seven months now, and I'm just about to hire my own VA now. So it's kind of a different journey for everybody. But a VA has a VA as well. It's kind of like a coach has a coach as well. So I love that. And I also really like admire and respect your honesty because you could have totally just said everybody needs a VA right now. And actually, I also think that because I think there's always... Well, for me, knowing my human design, I'm also manifesting generator. And I want to do the things that light me up. And that's human design and coaching. And that other stuff, like for me, I personally don't get turned on by doing admin and whatnot. So it's like nice to have somebody to support me. And it's an an investment. 
but it helps me for my energy flow. It helps me for my happiness. So I feel like it is really important. Like to me, I think I used to think like a virtual assistant was a nice to have, but as I've scaled in my business, I'm like, I actually need a virtual assistant and I need someone I can trust fully. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing too, like a virtual assistant is such a big trust thing. Like obviously we've met in person, but most of my my clients have never met me before other than over a Zoom call or voice messages in WhatsApp. And I'm in the back end of their financials, their website, all of their emails. It's such a big trust thing. But I think once you do it and you do find the right person that you vibe with and that you trust like that, um, it's just, it actually does give you like the gift of time. It's incredible. Yeah. And I think, you know, who are the type of clients you work with? Because I'm obviously a coach, but I'm sure you don't just work with coaches. I think a virtual assistant is for anyone that has a business really. Yeah, absolutely. So naturally I kind of fell into a niche of working with coaches, (laughs) which is not intentional, but um, I do have, like, for example, I have a client who is a marketing agency and I help her with her clients as well. So she has like, Um, some insurance companies, a mining construction company, all of these really broad industries that are like the complete opposite to coaching or anything else like that. Um, It's so broad. I have a few naturopaths, um, nutritionists, yeah, coaches, agencies, some people just like influencers that just need help with emails and DMs and all of the things like that as well. It's so broad. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. I love that. I feel like if I could give you a tagline, it's like, I just make your life easier. Yeah, (laughs) that's my mission. That's all I want to do is just make life easier, especially um, like coaching clients as well. There's a big onboarding process with contracts and payments and welcome emails and everything like that as well. So I basically just jump in the back end for everyone and do what I need to do and they don't have to think twice. Yeah. And so how did you actually get into the world of virtual assisting? Yes. I didn't even know it was really an option when I first started working freelance um, because I'm a copywriter at heart. So I was writing blog posts just freelance for some extra sort of money on the side. Um, Through that, I met the lovely Amara who connected us. Yes. And (laughs) <laughs> love her because of her, yes I obviously picked up you as a client I picked up a few other people just helping with admin um, writing social media captions that sort of thing and then I kind of thought there's sort of an industry here that seems a little bit untouched at the time this was like peak peak pandemic time mm. um, where nobody was really working everyone was trying to do what they could to work from home and I thought like I can do all of this virtually as long as I have a laptop and internet. Um, why not give it a go? So I started my Instagram and my side hustle kind of just started from there. It was, yeah, very, it wasn't planned, but obviously it was meant to happen because now it's my full-time job. Yeah. I feel like we're so similar in that way. Like we didn't mean yeah. to be where we are. We ended up there and we're also like businesses born out of COVID, like a benefit of that. Yeah. And so you know, what would be your top advice to newbies or people that are interested in being a virtual assistant? Hmm. I think, well, having the actual experience is important, like admin, 
copywriting, all of maybe a background in marketing, that kind of thing. Um, you really just have to put yourself out there. Like Instagram is such an incredible tool for connecting with people. Um, like I'm good friends with all of my clients now, most who I've never met. Um, other VAs that like have reached out as well, just being in the same industry that we've connected and um, all of that as well. So like just really putting yourself out there, commenting on people's posts, engaging with people that like would be your ideal sort of client and like full transparency. That's how I've picked up most of my work is like engaging with people's content. They've checked out my page. They're in my DMs. They're a bit interested and then they've signed on with me so it's just important to get out there and then word of mouth is a big part of that as well yeah and I think it's about being genuine because I get hit up with like so many dms from VAs and you can just tell it's like a copy and paste it's like so generic and so bland so I think that's something you know if anybody wants to start a business like you can't stand out doing a copy paste job it's like in applying for a job if you have the same cover letter people can tell it's like you need to kind of tailor your message and yes I mean, it's interesting because your human design is that one profile line, which can sometimes be introverted. I mean, even the five line attracts projection. So how do you think you built the confidence to put yourself out there? Like what mindset do you have? Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like I am very much introverted. Like I'm not massive Mm. on putting myself out there. Um, But yeah, I think it's just such an important part of what we do because basically I'm going to be the front person for my clients' businesses. So I kind of have to have that confidence that I'm, you know, speaking with their right tone of voice and all of the things like that as well. Um, I think just like knowing that this is something that I'm supposed to do and helping people in their business and just making their life so much easier. um, It's just something that I'm so passionate about that I just automatically kind of found the confidence for it, even if I didn't really feel like I had it. Yeah, it always goes back to your purpose, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, I know you were like a side hustler and it was funny because when I was talking to Amara, we were both like, she needs to do this full time. And I had the privilege of kind of witnessing you go from side hustle to full time and then becoming an agency as well, which is, you know, a huge credit to you. So I think that, you know, like the million dollar question is always, how did you know when it was the right time? Yeah, well, we spoke about it. Well, yeah, we did. <laughs> and you were like, it's going to happen. I just know that it is. You're meant to do this. Um, yeah, well, I think I was working full-time the whole time I was um, being a VA as well. Um, so I was working like 12, 13-hour days and then obviously coming home from work and then having to do my side hustle as well. Um And a lot of my clients that I had then, I still have now, as you would know. So the difference in actually being able to be there during the day for all of you instead of not between eight and nine is Mm. so much easier. Um, But I think when I started burning myself out, I just kind of thought, do I want to keep burning out working for somebody else? Well, I loved my job and my boss, I had such a good job. Um, I thought my end goal is actually to work for myself and have the freedom of being able to choose when I work and who I work with is a massive thing as well. Um, And yeah, I just decided why not 
take the leap. I was in a loop of I need my full-time job to support myself to live, but also I need to quit it for the time to pick up new clients. And I was just Mm. in like a constant cycle of (laughs) do I take the financial risk of just leaving a stable job to do this or do I just play it safe? So I packed up all my stuff and I moved back home to Tassie because I was in Queensland at the time and I went full-time in January and I was fully booked within three, four weeks. Yeah, and then, you know, you're also able to move out. So it's like that financial risk and investment paid off pretty much almost immediately. And I think it'd be really interesting for people. You obviously went from like crazy 12, 13 hour days. What does like a typical day look like for you now? It's so crazy because I'll work an eight hour day and I'm like, oh, this is such a long day for me now. And I used to work so much more than that. But usually um, I'll typically do client work for four to five hours a day. Um, And then if I still work an eight hour day, it's doing all of my own admin as well. But like I have the freedom to like on Fridays, I only work until 12, um, which is amazing. I can like yesterday I went and had coffee with my best friend who lives just down the road for a couple of hours. So there's, that's the freedom that I wanted when I started doing this full time. I wanted to be able to do that. I can finish work early to pick up my stepkids from school. Like it's just really nice um, balance. And like yesterday I worked from eight in the morning till eight o'clock at night, which was just fully, I was in the zone. I had my creative juices flowing and I just had to go with it. Um, But then other days I'll work a couple of hours. It's incredible. Yeah, it's like that many gen flow zone. Like sometimes you even forget, like you don't even notice the time. And I think that's the beauty of like truly what we're meant to do is you're here to do what you love. And it honestly, like you don't even pay attention. And even if you do have like longer days, you actually like love it. And so it's very different, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. Like, yeah, eight to eight is what I used to work in my old job, but it didn't feel like work. I was I was sitting on the couch, snuggled up with the cat had Netflix on in the background and I was just doing my thing and my sister was messaging me like oh my god you're still working like that's such a long day and I was like I don't even feel like I am I'm kind of just I love it so much that I'm just doing it because I love to yeah and I think that's the freedom lifestyle that laptop lifestyle like I think it's pretty incredible that we've both been able to start businesses that you can just run on your phone or your laptop and you can work like anywhere in the world, right? Like I just mentioned to you, like in September, I'm going to go live in Bali for a couple of weeks and work there. So, you know, and you, in your human design chart, I remember you had the energy of like the wanderer, like the traveler, like very much up your alley. Yes. And this is the career to do that as well. Yes. Like as long as I have my laptop or even just my phone, to be honest, with internet, I can keep working wherever I need to. It's, yeah such a crazy thing that COVID brought around for people like us as well. Like, I don't know if I would have even done it before then because I didn't even know that it was possible. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I think it just, it had a lot of blessings and challenges. And I guess I was curious about what's the best advice that anybody has ever given you about being a virtual assistant or being your own business owner? Mm, I think something that's taken me a long time to get the hang of is having boundaries and setting the boundaries early on, like as soon as possible. 
um, because like you can say yes to everybody and take on any person that inquires with you. But at the end of the day, if you don't get along properly or you just don't vibe well together, you're not interested in their work, it's not a win for either of you. It's just not. Mm. Yeah, it's not worth the money. And it's like you're not genuinely being of service because you want to help them. Yes, yeah, boundaries in that sense. Boundaries in a money sense as well. I know money mindset is such a massive, like, issue for a lot of people. I've been one of them, so (laughs) I know what it's like. But, like, not asking, not wanting to ask people for money, if payment's late, not worrying about it because it's an uncomfortable conversation, like, just all of that kind of thing, I think is important to have those boundaries early on. Just this is the deal. This is who I want to work with. This is what I do. Would you like to come on board? As as simple as that. I really like that because it's like if you have your own business, like you're well within your rights to set your boundaries and parameters. And then it's like if you're an energetic match, if you're a match, like you'll work together. And I think setting the boundaries early on is a really good tip of it, like piece of advice is there anything else that you found from your experience in terms of boundaries that really helped you? I think the best thing I ever did was getting a work phone because I had no boundaries when it came to work hours and knowing when to put my phone down and stop replying to people. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that if other people have their own business online as well, because as soon as a message comes through, I just have to reply to it if I see it. So I had no boundaries as far as work hours or a routine was concerned. Um, So now I basically, my clients know when I'm working, they know that if they message me after a certain time, I'm not going to see it until the next day. Um, But then also, again, I have the work phone, which is amazing because I've just turned it off when I'm finished working and put it in my desk drawer and I don't look at it until the next day. And that is probably the best boundary that I set personally for myself since I've started doing this yeah and I think it's like understanding everybody runs on different times because we were messaging last night and then I responded to you like after I went out to dinner with a friend and I was so happy to see like one tick like on whatsapp like it hasn't been read it hasn't fully gone through and you know for me I agree like that was something I really had to work on but I'm also someone that doesn't want to carry two phones so I've had to be super disciplined to like go into my settings I like turn off the notifications and I'm like, do not check like, you know, and so that's like another way, but I agree if you can get your own separate work phone, that's really good. Yeah. And if you don't want the two phone situation, using something like WhatsApp or Voxer is great because you can just turn off the notifications. It's not in your text messages. Um, I took my like business Instagram off my personal phone because I found myself in my own time just like working on Instagram as well so (laughs) which is terrible um so yeah even if you don't want to carry the two phones because it can be annoying um using an app like that is yeah as well because you can just turn it off sorry I'm just giggling because I I have my accounts on my phone and sometimes I'm like in the wrong account so sometimes on my personal Instagram I've put up like a business thing like I accidentally put in a check-in about the moon and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I wonder what, and people were replying and I'm like, this is so weird. I didn't know so many people in my like personal Instagram were interested. I was like, wait, it's because it's my personal, like it's the wrong one. So I was just giggling about that in the background. I 
before I had my work phone, I had, I think it was about nine or 10 different Instagram accounts on. Wait. Oh, you have your clients. Because I've got everybody's on there. And I only one time I accidentally posted like the wrong businesses thing on the wrong account. And it was up for like two seconds and I realized and I deleted it, but I thought I was going to have a heart attack. And ever since then, I'm just like, this all has to be separate. Like I have to be so organized and just on top of where everything's going and just fully aware. <laughs> so I mean, I think that's like totally okay because this is why I rely on you because you're like very details orientated. I'm like very much a fast mover, like a right brain person. Um, so yeah, I totally understand that as well. And what are the most helpful resources that have helped you along the way in terms of anything really like personal or business? Yeah, honestly, it's probably other people has been the most helpful. It sounds crazy, but especially Instagram, like connecting with other people in the industry because it is such an online, like lonely kind of space because you're working by yourself all of the time. Um, Like connecting with other virtual assistants has actually been really helpful, like in just seeing like how each other does things and giving each other advice, like nobody's competitive which is really nice because I think the clientele is so broad that nobody's really in competition with each other and everyone just wants to help each other. Um, So that's been really good for me that I've found. Um, And then just Instagram content. There's a lot of like virtual assistant academies and other agencies as well that share a lot of um, tips and tricks on getting into the space as well. Um, But yeah, I think being online is such a big part of what we do that that is the best resource to figure it out along the way as well. Yeah, it's like right in front of your nose, but you don't even realize. And I really love that whole explanation of like no one's competitive because like ultimately in an abundant mindset world, like there is unlimited everything, clients, money, whatever. So it's like, you know, there's there's enough for you and enough for other people to join, to leave, like whatever. I think I really love that. And, you know, what's a common myth or maybe a misunderstanding about virtual assistants? I think because we are 100% virtual, people can just assume that it's a little bit impersonal because you're not seeing your assistant in person. Um, but I have the most amazing relationships with all of my clients we voice note like about personal life as well like it's like we're best friends um it is such a close connected relationship that you have um especially with the trust thing like we talked about before as well that like it doesn't really seem any different that we're not in person like Mm. it feels like, like when we've met in person we've caught up a few times now and it it just feels like friends catching up because we know each other so well already. Um, So, yeah, I think a lot of people think that it's not a very personalised experience. It feels a bit weird because you've never met them before. Um, But if anything, you speak more so because you're always voice messaging, you're always texting on Zoom calls every week. It's such a personal relationship that it doesn't matter that it's fully online. Yeah. I mean, I think if anything, you see more behind the scenes. Like I'm just thinking like last year during my breakup, right? Like no one else knows I'm going through it, but you would, because I'm like, Hey, I need some help and things like that. So yeah, I think that is a really good thing to point out. And 
What do you think are the most crucial traits or skills someone needs to possess in your role as a virtual assistant and to really help them succeed? While it sounds obvious, I think being organised is such an important part of it because, like, for example, I have 12 clients that I handle on my own and that can get so out of hand if you're not on across it all, knowing what you have to do for everyone, just keeping the back end clean and everything like that. Um, it's a lot different than being an assistant for one person or one company, which is what I used to do. Um, this is like doing that on steroids. It's a whole nother level of trying to be organized. Um, and then also I think being able to understand um, every person's personality, their brand, how yes. they run their business. Because you're essentially, you're almost like the two I see because most of my clients like yourself, you're a one woman show there's nobody else that you're really working with and when you're not there everyone's palming everything off to me as well Mm -hmm. so um yeah understanding and being able to take on like their tone of voice whether it's for emails or copywriting or social media content just like really treating the business like it was your own I think is a really important thing to be able to do if you're going to be a virtual assistant Yeah, well said. I mean, I like loved learning all about virtual assisting. And I think, thank you so much for sharing everything with us. So on my podcast, I always ask like three final questions. And so obviously, as you know, I have a book called The Great Unlearning. So of course, I'm going to ask you, what has been your greatest unlearning in life? Yes, I only finished your book this morning. And it was amazing. (laughs) Thank you, my Um, love. Something Actually, that you posted on Instagram a while ago. Oh, okay. Hit me. (laughs) I I think about it all the time. It was um, that life happens for you, not to you. Yeah. And I think that I, I still do it a little bit, but I'm trying to be better, is that I can feel like the world is against me. Like I'm being attacked. I get very on the defense if I feel like something hasn't gone my way. But I think I've just been trying to remember that anything that's happening, no matter how horrible it is or how amazing it is, is that it's happening for me. It's not happening to me. I'm not being attacked. (laughs) Like no one's out to get me. It's just, it's happening for a reason and it's to help me along the way in the long run. Mm, I love that. And it's also very common with your human design personality, that 5-1 profile, because you're subject to so many projections, expectations, people's hopes and dreams. They like put it all on you. And so it's, yeah, it's like learning to like understand what is a projection and what is like actually me. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, random second question is what is the last thing that you Googled? Um, oh my God. So Instagram have brought out this new feature where there's like an automatic book now option in your DMs. So people huh? like can book a call with you and one of my friends messaged me and was like hey I saw this on your messages how did you do that and I was like oh my god I don't want that on there so I'm like frantically googling like how to remove the new Instagram book now feature so all of my google is trying to figure that out and I don't have an answer for it but people oh. just book this with me <laughs> oh my gosh that would give me a heart attack I'm like no 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 it has to go through the coaching application <laughs> I replied to my friend and I was like, um, thanks for letting me know. 
but I'm actually trying to get rid of it. I didn't put that there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like in, in the moment, I guess the last thing that I have to ask you is what are the, the best piece of advice or a quote that's changed your life? Probably the best quote at the moment that I keep going back to is what's the best that could happen? It's so mm. simple, but I think I've been victim to playing the, oh, I won't do it because this could happen or this could go wrong. And I probably have asked, like, I'm not going to do it because everything could go wrong. And I'll just list it all in my head, all of the ways that it will go wrong and that I shouldn't do something. But I think what's the best that could happen is such a great way to look at it because there's so much opportunity. Life happens for you, not to you. You never know what could happen. My girl, so. exactly. Yeah, I think people yeah. always, they default to what's the worst. And it's like, but what about the best? Like it's kind of even when you leave and take that um, leap of faith, right? I was always like, oh, like this could go wrong, no money, blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, I could live my dream life. And I do now, as do you. Yeah. So it's like, well, same yes. Same for both of us. Yeah, like leaving yeah. full-time jobs, leaving the steady, stable kind of income to something that might not work out but you don't know unless you try and how amazing would it be if it did work out? <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm sure you agree. There's no such thing as a failure. Like if it didn't work out, at least you knew, at least you gave it a go. Like who's going to like, you know, mock you or criticize you unless like, I always think about that Brene Brown quote, like unless you're in the arena with me and you've tried to do the same thing, I'm not going to really take your opinion as much to heart. Yes. That's so true. I love yeah. that. Well, it's been so good having you on the podcast, Ellie. So before we kind of end today's podcast, I'd love for you to share how people can find you and connect with you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, which is virtualhouse.ac. Um, and there has that has all of my website, mailing lists. You can DM me all of the things all through my Instagram. Thank you so much, Ellie. Yay, thank you so much for having me. Oh, 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 oh,